Good morning, this is Mark Collins on Wave 105 for this Wednesday morning. Uh, my guests this morning are Ben Lovett and Winston Marshall from Mumford & Sons. Morning, gents, how are you? Good morning. Good morning, Mark. How are we? Uh, yeah, I'm good, thanks. Yeah, a little out of breath, never mind. Um, <laughs> next year sees ten years since Sigh No More was released. Mm-hmm. Have you had fun? It's been an adventure. Certainly have a life well lived. Um... Yeah, it's it's certainly just I think taken a lot of unexpected turns, and all of our friends, obviously growing up, um, who we're still friends with, it's it's certainly been very full. Um, a lot of what we've seen and got to do is, has gone far beyond anything that we expected when we started this band. Same for you, Winston. I was uh, very ambitious to tour. Uh, the other stuff that you mentioned what didn't cross my mind but I was very very keen from being a young teenager I used to cut out the clippings from the back of Kerrang! magazine of all the tours and be like wow they're doing Leicester than Birmingham and then uh, and uh, that really ignited my imagination and so that's and I think that's something when we the band started that we all shared in common and that we we wanted to tour and um uh and which is why we've toured so relentlessly now for over 10 years mm. um, precisely for that but the other stuff it was I know I was talking about this earlier but when you when you play banjo you can't be or you couldn't then be too ambitious about being on the radio or you know being famous or anything like that and and I think I think that's you play evident. more than a banjo come on don't do yourself well, yeah, but at the time it, it was well yeah we're playing a bit of guitar as well but, yeah. but it was primarily banjo okay now, I wanted to, if you were talking about touring, um, could you tell me about Gentlemen of the Road, which I think is a great idea. Yeah, well, we brought it um, as a concept, as a festival concept. Gentlemen of the Road does a few different things, uh, including a fund now that's recently launched that people can read about on our website. But um, no, we, we, we brought the concept to Lewis a few years ago, which was really fun. And the idea is it's a collaboration that goes beyond just the music and we actually get into these smaller towns, maybe the lesser-traveled towns, on like a, when you think about things a bit more broadly. But we were enjoying that experience, and we thought, well, an opportunity is to, to share that with others, encourage them to come and see some of these places, and, and not kind of put the, the maybe mistake as a hierarchy where the bigger the city, the better it is. A lot mm. of the time, you go to some smaller places, and the characters and the soul and the history and all the, you know, whatever it might be, and we've done this now in a lot of different places around the world, is actually just incredible. And we essentially come into these towns and we work with the local businesses and the local organisers to put on an event that really does celebrate that rather than um, build a festival site kind of down the road and ring fence everything. We try and encourage people just to explore and, and engage with each other. Is that why you play Guthrie, Oklahoma? Exactly. exactly <laughs> yeah. I'd never heard of Guthrie, Oklahoma right. until yesterday afternoon. <laughs> oh, really? and some, and, but some people have now visited there and oh, really? some people go back. And I've got to say I'm a, a bit of a, a railway nut. <laughs> Are you? I love trains. I really? love tra- Are you a train oh, yeah. spotter? I was a train spotter when I was a kid, but um, whereabouts? Uh, in Bristol. In mm. Bristol? Yeah. So where would you go to spot them? Bristol Temple Mead Station. Really? Yeah, every weekend. 
sit there with me at the end of my platform, end of the platform with my mates. Love trains. It's an amazing way to travel. Well, this so, is, I was going to yeah. get on to the railroad revival tour. Mm. You would have loved that. I would tour. have loved that. Yeah, yeah. it's travelling across America. On, was it like a uh, an old Casey Jones type train? That, it was but, a collection of old uh, carriages. Yeah, exactly like that. And some of them from different eras, weren't they? Yeah, 14 different carriages from all over the country. And the collaboration that had to go into this with Amtrak in the States to actually get all of the carriages in Oakland on the right day. Yeah. And we would find sometimes that we had to pull in, you know, for 16 hours whilst all of the normal service would run past. And we were there, (laughs) you know, this complete, like, mismatch, mixmatch of people um, I think it's about 100, 120 of us on this train and basically didn't sleep for 10 days and we were there just lined up on a, on a side of a desert in Arizona whilst we were waiting to be able to resume our way along to the next show. Good morning. This is Mark Collins here on uh, Wave 105 uh, this Wednesday morning. My guests this morning are Ben Lovett and Winston Marshall of Mumford & Sons. Right, let's, let's talk about the new album then. Um, you recorded more than 25 songs at church studios, 14 of them have made it onto the new album, Delta. What's the criteria and the democratic process in which a song is selected? There is a complicated question to answer, but there is a heavy filter process. Um, Someone, a friend of ours, told me that he had a theory that um, supergroups never work because if all the musicians already made a name for themselves already and they're in any way in awe of each other, then they're too scared to say that that's a bad idea or when there's a bad idea. And I think uh, we've been doing this a long time. We're not really impressed by each other, although we kind of are, but we it's hard to impress. I find it very daunting still bringing in any ideas because it's like it's a pretty high cutthroat level the standards of filters. Are high. Standards are very high, exactly. Yeah. And um, not to say that the when we... We are trying to be as supportive as possible for each other. Um, but I think even just trying to impress the other guys in the band brings the level up pretty high. That's that's a key moment, I think, to what Winston's saying, which is not to just say any idea is a good idea. Because we, we knew we wanted to make an album. Um, and we wanted to make sure it was a cohesive and... Uh, expansive piece of work but not one that just rambles and so every song had to fight its way onto the onto the album because marcus has said that the album was recorded in and i quote non-gender specific friday night lad sessions with friends where they would play music smoke cigarettes and have a great time that was certainly friday night (laughs) (laughs) yeah well we used to he says that as a because we used to call friday nights friday night lads which meant but when we uh, when we say lads, we mean everyone. That's but uh, there were over a hundred people helping you out, weren't there? Some, well, helping well, out in various degrees. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I mean, we just had people coming in and out, which was which is. So when the band started, YouTube didn't exist, and so we could play these songs live to people, and the songs would change depending on the reaction. We could tell, oh, that bit of the song's boring. We're losing them then, so we could write it differently, or we could change the arrangement to make it more exciting to keep people's interests up. But YouTube didn't exist then. Great. So uh, when it did come in, which was uh, around Babel, if we write we writing new songs. Suddenly, those songs are on YouTube. Now they exist as that form forever, and they're yeah. judged like that, which isn't how we want them to be. So actually, when we recorded Wild of Mind, the previous album to this one, uh, we were very careful to keep everything behind closed doors and the problem with that is that that's not that natural for us we actually really respond to people we're very um 
sensitive to that. And and so we found the balance, I think, with this record. We're certainly much closer to the sweet spot, which is bringing people into the studio to listen. And then every time we, we had our friends in regularly, like for Friday Night Lads, um, and um, it really helped the songs, I think. There seems to be less banjo compared to the first two albums. Is this a... Like, there's, no, there's actually more. No. I listened to it yesterday and I couldn't hear much, but I could hear more guitar than banjo. Right. So one of the things we're trying to do and what attracted us to go back to those old folky acoustic instruments was the challenge of trying to make them not sound like what they were. So there's a lot of banjo on it, but it's been a lot of it's been tweaked, changed right. in the box. There's one song... Um, Picture You has seven, uh, around seven banjos laid on top of each other. And there's tons of it there, but it's we try, we just really tried to not make it sound like a hoedown. But what's going to happen when you come to play these songs live? That is a bloody nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> um, genuinely, we're we're in the middle of well, yeah, we've we've spent a lot of time getting the songs up, and some of them are going to be very difficult. Well, I mentioned the uh, tour you're about to undertake, a, a massive tour. UK, North America, Australia, New Zealand, ending up in Europe next summer as well. Um, this is the most extensive and ambitious tour you've ever done, it says on your website. Why is that? Well, you've done things. big tours before. We've mm. done two, uh, we've done big tours, but we've never uh, tried to announce the whole tour at once. And actually, we haven't been able to do it. But normally, it's done in chunks. So we like we're doing a European tour, and and now mainly for um, Ben's ambition to have a T-shirt that says World Tour on it, which we've never had, which is the real objective, which, which actually we're all very, very Going back excited to my about. original question, you did want that when you started <laughs> I, I always like buying the T-shirts. I just didn't know that we would say Muffin Sons on top. <laughs> we are doing a take on playing in the round. It's not quite in the round. Um, it's a stage where you'll be able to climb, you'll be able to walk under the stage, People, you'll be right on top of the stage. Uh, it's completely surrounded so i think we're, we're trying to take that concept to another level but that's something that we've never done so certainly for us it's very ambitious but it's also i've never seen the stage that we're building used before well the new album from mumford and sons is called delta it's out now uh, they play live at the o2 in london on the 29th of november if you can get tickets good luck uh, ben lovett winston marshall thank you so much for your time today and good luck with your new album Thanks, thank you Mark. very much